0: Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana,
1: And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing Chapter 16 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Professor Trelawney's Prediction
0: um first we have some announcements and reminders y'all know the drill we want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts also your votes for mvp and bench so please feel free to tweet along with us you can use the hashtag wizard team on twitter to follow along
1: have you ever wondered what it'd be what it would be like to be black at hogwarts do you want to write about it we are working on a project called hogwarts bseo a collection of stories fan art etc illustrating what it would be like to be a black hogwarts student If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines. You can also check out our website for examples, um, amazing examples of Hogwarts BSU um, projects.
0: Um, Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Please consider donating to Black Girls Nerd Out. We have a lot of dope things we want to do, but we need your help. Um, If you go to blackgirlsnerdout.com forward slash donate, you can find all the ways we take donations um patreon is like the main you could do one off on paypal but patreon is the main thing that we're about to start like jumping off um in the next i don't know i don't have my calendar up but the next book next month yeah by the next book by the next book when that comes up in a like a month and a half or so um so yeah um also so, so you can say that sorry <laughs> i just kept talking i wasn't sure what was happening
1: <laughs> okay subscribe to our newsletter. Most weeks we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. The newsletter is not um, Harry Potter solely Harry Potter, I guess. I was going to say Harry Potter specific. <laughs> um, or, there's, uh, or Yeah, it's not Harry Potter exclusive. Um, obviously mm-hmm. there is not that much sometimes some weeks there are no there's no Harry Potter news, but um, we try to talk about all of our fandoms and what's going on and just interesting, um, interesting news that's come up and that people are talking, that we and are talking about with others throughout the week.
0: Follow us at We Black and Nerds. Like us at Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, follow us on Instagram and Tumblr at Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, And then you can join our Wizard Team Facebook group. Um, You can either hit us up so that we can add you, or you can just search Wizard Team on, our hashtag Wizard Team on um, Facebook, um, and then request to join. And then that way you can have conversations with us and other Wizard Team members about Harry Potter stuff um, without the 140 character limit.
1: Um, Shout out to our Wizard Team group. We had like kind of a, you can. The conversation started really on Twitter with Amani and Bayana about time travel, and then it got real deep and real nerdy and real interesting and real timey Why me up in there on the Facebook group, and it was great. And I think I just like my only addition was I fucking love all of you mm-hmm. or something like that because it was just like really cool to think about all of the implications of time travel in Prisoner of Azkaban and then and all in, in life. And in life, time, yes.
0: time is a very interesting subject. Yeah. And it's not a progressive cause to effect. Um, <laughs> let's dive into what's happening in the potted fandom. Um, we are at one year of Wizard Team. So Amani pointed out last our last episode was 52. So that was, like, completing the year. Like, we've done a year of episodes. Um, and then, like, I guess this Friday or Saturday. Oh, it's a leap year. So, you know, sometime this week. Um was the first day that we released our first, or the day we released our first episode of Wizard Team. So, that's awesome. Happy birthday to...
1: Wizard Team. Wizard Team. <laughs> Guys, we're a young team, but we're a strong team, and we're, like, you know, only getting bigger, only growing. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, as we grow, people will vote more. You know. Marge the vote. I mean,
0: or you can let Marge, like, win over Remus. That's
1: fine. That's cool. It's up to Who you. Who win next book? But- Oh yeah! Like if you if this keeps up, maybe Barty Crouch Jr. will have to win, or Rita, Rita Skeeter, or Rita Skeeter. Yeah, Rita Skeeter. guys. There's always there's always someone. There's always someone, and if there's no one, Gilderoy Lockhart can make a comeback. <laughs> Me as well. Or Marge can win. What if Marge won like Just um, half the or something? <laughs> like <laughs> all the time. Oh um, man, we have some. Uh, fans and listeners. I don't know That's weird are calling them fans. We have some team members that are very anti Marge winning the book. So help them out because Remus is in a healthy lead right now. Oh god, spreadsheet stuff. Here we go.
0: Um no that's just <laughs> even even without spreadsheet, that would be pretty easy to calculate. Like Yeah, that's true. Remus is in a help this there's no there's no tidbits like for example, as of right now, Draco is tied with Wormtail for a book bench um due to his shenanigans from last week. Um or last chapter, same thing. Um, Ron is pretty up there in benches too. He got like he's way he's been benched way more than he's been made MVP, which is kind of sucks for him having won the last book. But you know, can't always can't always win. Um, he just peaked
1: at twelve. It's fine. Wow. Um, <laughs> Oh no, poor Ron!
0: It happens. Um, Well, it
1: doesn't happen at twelve usually. Sometimes you at high school or something, but not at twelve. You know, seven. Ouch! Ouch! Um,
0: (laughs) So yeah, you know. I'll also because I am keeping a spreadsheet, which is awesome, by the way. Robin just hates, but like she, nobody's asking her to
1: update the spreadsheet. I don't like hate. It's just so funny because we're obviously in an election year in the real world. So, like, I will see these, like, exit polls about, like, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, like, shot up four points, and then all of a sudden I'll see and Ron is all of us leading (laughs) 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 Are we doing our own? Is this, like, wizarding CNN? Random friends about the status
0: of
1: the election There's There's so many
0: little things and, like, tidbits and stuff. And then it also is a good way to record just, like, low-key shaming y'all but not um just like how like the progression of like the audience in some ways or at least like the voting audience so like the first book it was really just us for yeah. the most part and then it kind of gets bigger each
1: time um,
0: um so yeah
1: and like, th- she yeah. says low-key and she feels a little bit bad but I don't feel bad at all like when we found out was it, it was this week or the last week At uh, a certain point only Imani and Connie um had voted and you know their votes are they count for um who wins and who loses but they're exempt from marging the vote because they have been our most loyal voters
0: although it does not also exclude the two of you from voting
1: it yes it does not because your vote still counts to who wins and who loses the vote the, the book um but feel
0: like, feel like they would troll us and just not vote, not like, vote. i don't know even that out there but
1: just yeah, be like I know because yeah don't put uh, that out there Connie's been, Connie been like super froggy lately and who knows what's gonna come up there <laughs> I had to bench Connie two weeks ago because of her poor attitude and just disregard I her had to, of feelings
0: I had to post her Patronus fuel just to like cheer <laughs> everyone up after all her shenanigans
1: shenanigans what is going what on you need a hug Connie <laughs> me in New York soon I just I just reserved my hotel. I'm going to go see Hamilton, guys. It's happening. I thought it would like only be
0: a year ago. Yeah. I'm jealous, except that I'll be seeing Beyonce. Yeah. With something I won't be
1: doing. So. so,
0: you know. Yeah. I'll be also, make sure to,
1: like, be on the, like, Twitter timeline September 17th, because it is going to be amazing. <laughs> It'll be very interesting. It'll <laughs> be Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. Beyonce, 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 Beyonce. Yep. Pretty much. So, I'm excited um, about it. We will Great be nerving that. out. But yes, I don't know. Connie is really, something happened, something snapped in her last week, and she just really put on her Marge Umbridge Rita Skeeter hat. She was just really, it was just rude for no reason, is the thing. Like, no one asked her. It's true. All of these, like, Remus feels for no good goddamn reason. No reason. No reason. He had just won the chapter, and she was like, oh, and guess what else? His life I is wonder changed. if – no, Connie, no more theories. Yes. We don't want to hear any more. <laughs> <laughs> write a Hogwarts BSU post about it. No. But it's not it out no. of your theories. Like, just leave, leave well, it, it alone. If Hogwarts BSU, then it somehow ends up back to me, and then I have to read it. That's well, not – something that you chose to do and take on, but just le- I don't leave me out of it is what I'm trying to say. Wow. Was, wow. <laughs> life is we hard in there together.
0: We were in this together and then Robin was like, nah, here's a bus. Let's just throw Bayona, right? That's fine. I'll, get, just I'll saying, get to where I'm going faster.
1: <laughs> if, I'm saying if you must, if you, if you like feel just like you have to, if you have to be that frog which English, I don't think you have to like, Literally no one asked for it. No one wanted it. No one appreciated it. But if you if you feel so committed to that level of frogginess, leave me out of it. Please. I just
0: I don't understand how we broke the United Front. It's fine. You know, (laughs) divided divided we fall. So I'm sorry. If if I'm going down, you're going down too. Um tomorrow is the first day of school at Hogwarts Mm. or not technically technically tomorrow was the first day that they go to Hogwarts so the Hogwarts Express is leaving um
1: at 11, 11 o'clock sharp. sharp don't be late don't be late for any of y'all fly- on the
0: west coast that's 3 a.m. make sure you operate in time
1: don't don't be trying to fly your asses there in a car we know how that worked out <laughs> not so well just get there in time don't piss off any house elves. No. Just eleven. Sharp. Sharp. The barrier
0: looks a little bit different. You might want to get there a little earlier to kind of like scope it out. You know, make yeah. sure everything's cool. Make sure that you know you can wave to the muggles as they stand in line in the by the silly wall if you want, where you can just like go about your business and get to Hogwarts on time.
1: I would totally be taking pictures of like the muggle reenactment. <laughs> Like, I'd be like, look at these silly motherfuckers right here. Like, have you ever, um, like, this is something that, like, happened, uh, I don't know where I was. I was either in San Francisco or in New York, because the BART and the subway, like, is pretty similar in how you put the, um, how you, like, you know, put your the car ticket in. There. Yeah, thank you. Yeah um and these tourists were just having trouble and i could help them instead i just watched it was, slytherin. It was like, i'm really? fine with the slytherin part of me i really if if i have to have a secondary house and that it slytherin is fine it's that gryffindor nonsense that y'all just keep on insisting is part of me which is not there mm-hmm. um, okay but yes uh have fun say hi to ted well teddy's graduated now but say hi know. to james say hi to james
0: and probably a couple of them other kids who we don't yeah. scorpius
1: tell him what up nope he's not there yet oh. he's only 10. oh it's not been 19 years later yet I think it's 18 years later wow oh. So Teddy is still there. So say what up to Teddy. No,
0: he was kept away last year. Damn it! Just say hi to James and Just like. Hi to James. Probably some of the other Weasleys. We don't know.
1: Yeah. I told Professor Longbottom we said what up, though?
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. Exactly like that.
1: Yeah, you don't have to give him our love. He knows that to say what, what up, what doe. Do.
0: Yeah. He'll understand. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's actually get into this chapter. Um, because, yeah, that's it. We don't have any magical birthdays, except my mother was born yesterday. So that's pretty magical. Otherwise, you wouldn't have with your team
1: She's without my mother. So that's, the you best. know, important. Um, I am babysitting, as you listen. Uh, I will have just finished babysitting. So pray for Robin, too. Some- <laughs> Ooh, I need it been a rough one. I'm exhausted. I'm I'm pre-exhausted. Pre-exhausted. That's real.
0: (laughs) It's really funny because every time I hear like all the like everybody's like tired of Ami I just am like oh, that's so cute. But I know (laughs) if it were me I would be pissed. But also I just miss her so I'm like oh I remember when she used to do that and like she still does it and it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah, But oh well.
1: But for you it's all nostalgic because
0: exactly because I'm not there but know, it's not like time.
1: i right not it's, not like, um,
0: it's not like um it's not one of those better you than me it's more just like oh I wish I was as frustrated
1: as you were <laughs> for the, about that kid but I'm not so yeah I, just, I you know I, I have that with um your brother Obasi too I'm always like Oh, I miss him so much. And then, like five minutes after I see him, I'm like, "All right, you could go." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> oh, I remember all of this. Right. I don't know what I was what I was thinking. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so we are on chapter sixteen. 16. Um, Professor Trigani's prediction.
0: Yeah, we kind of um, like we were talking about at the end of the last episode. The last chapter kind of like sewed up a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um i mean in terms of leagues, they won the quidditch cup um gryffindor won that's pretty much it,
1: it like, everybody's
0: happy hermione actually is on edge that's a lot that's one thing that's probably still important because but time. the
1: trio is like made up so mm-hmm. she's got her friends back and um gryffindor won, so you know she got a
0: little yeah there's some happiness up in there's there some,
1: there's yeah. some silver linings and everything seems like okay this is a good way to like go towards the end of the year they still have exams that they're worried about Hermione more than others but um you know there's no drama happening right now. <laughs> or is there? <laughs> so like, they sing. Bum
0: bum bum. Bum bum bum. And now? Just looking at the picture for this chapter. We know.
1: We know. Um
0: <laughs> so Harriet, Harry's Harriet. I was really like with the Harriet. words together you know. What happened I, was, I was Harry's Harriet's chilling. Um, I was stringing the words together because that's how my brain... I don't even know. Harry's euphoria at finally winning the Quidditch Cup lasted at least a week. I wonder how long would last it. It was probably... Still happening. Yeah. It's still going on. Through the end of the year.
1: God, Also, can at we least. just, like, pour one out for the Gryffindor seventh years? Like, just never forget what they're going through right now. Yeah. We should
0: always just kind of, like, remember them... Yeah, in our, in our hearts
1: <laughs> in, our, in our hearts
0: and mind we just want just to always kind of keep in mind what they're going through in this, in this <laughs> time um, in this time of celebration you know the Gryffindor class of 1994 is just
1: going through it you know sorry
0: <laughs> that's all I can say um, although fun fact this is going to make you mad but oh, like gosh. right around the time that they won the Quidditch final or no, no, no. When they're studying during the Easter holidays, I was bored. What? Yep. How's that even a thing that's just possible? Even, even more magic
1: just in that year, you know.
0: In the 90s?
1: <laughs> I was a whole ass person already. You were a whole ass person. I had like friends. Mm-hmm. I, I had, had a friend. friend extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. You had a friend, is that what you
0: said? When I was first born, yeah. I, I have friends coming out the gate, man. Which is great because I'm an introvert, so I wouldn't have friends. <laughs> so shout out to my parents for having friends like with my kids around the same time that I was born.
1: <laughs> how about that? Like, how about the rudeness of that? Because I was an introvert who did not. I was, I was
0: hella lucky, man.
1: Chill by myself. I my
0: friends. That's the thing. <laughs>
1: That's like how I found like, oh, we're friends. Oh, are you sure you want to do this? Cause it's a lifelong commitment. <laughs> is, I ain't trying to like make new friends ever. Mm-hmm. So we're in this forever.
0: Yeah. Where I had like three built in off top. That was awesome, That's especially nice. cause I was the youngest. So then like I came in and there was already a group and I was like, great.
1: You're like, hi, how's what it going? On? I'm here now. And then I got siblings ugh um and then and updrake says nothing was the same no no it was not
0: okay okay back to harry potter so his euphoria lasted at least a week um even the weather seemed to be celebrating so like the you know the weather's getting better cuz it's getting closer to the summertime um uh sorry i just got something in my eye but um so while everything is like all nice and it's like you know it's the end of the year so it it's always that thing that sucks where it's like the weather and everything outside is like come hither it's so gray out here but then your teachers are like nah fuck that it's time for your testing <laughs> um so instead of that around us? you said what why do they do
1: that to us because they're it's rude. rude
0: it's just disrespectful to be honest um Instead of lazing around outside, the students were forced to remain inside the castle, trying to bully their brains into concentrating while enticing wafts of summer air drifted in through the windows. In through the windows, sorry. Um, even Fred and George Weasley had been spotted working. They were about to take their OWLs. Um, Percy was re- getting ready to take his Newts, which I think is funny. We always, I, I don't know, I never spell out that acronym.
1: Newts um, but- are is such a ridiculous acronym like wow, nastily so. exhausting wizarding tests I would never want to take those but like they, someone named that like it's not even that's like, oh, that's like the, the nickname for the newts you know what I mean Right? <laughs> like, the kids call them that like no that's no. right it was right.
0: like ordinary wizarding levels which sounds very SAT and then the next one yeah. is just like y'all better abandon all hope you enter here <laughs> like just <laughs> that's it it's a wrap you're going to be nastily
1: exhausted. May as the well The highest fuck. qualification that Hogwarts offered, which makes me wonder, like,
0: okay, what do the other higher qualifications like, at
1: other schools are like? Do, does Overmore Morgan right. have nits?
0: Right, and like Durmstrang, I know they have their theirs for eight years, or maybe it's Bobatons. One of them, they go to, they're in school for eight years, maybe both. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, so I'm curious, like, and I'm sure you know people in like. In Britain, don't take SATs, so I'm sure it's just a different type of like standardized testing or like whatever. People
1: on the East Coast really. Well, I don't know if that's still true, but people on the East Coast don't really take SATs; they take ACTs.
0: Oh, well, they take ACTs on the West Coast too. There's like. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like.
1: Um, you can. I don't know. East Coast
0: colleges require SATs or Or ACTs, like one or the other. Yeah.
1: Yeah, usually, like I, I, I had it so that like. I looked into which school required which, but most of the focus, like when you're in school, people talk about on the, I had to look at each school because I was really like heavy heavy set on going, heavy set? Dead set. (laughs) set Going to school in Boston. And so some of the schools that I wanted to go to, um, I wanted to double double check which one I had to take, the SATs or the ACTs, but at the same time, like, when you're in school on the West coast, people like your teachers and stuff and your parents or whatever, they talk about, like, are you getting ready for the SATs? Like that's like the right. generic. Um, like term. Yeah. And like, and like the, the most, the, mo- the more popular um, test, whereas mm-hmm. I think, and I, I think from my um recollections of my east coast friends it's like the act's on the east coast is like the generic um test they're like the you know the most popular test that kids take so right um yeah i
0: don't know i think i, re- I know for for me like it was an option but then we also had to take subject tests which really sucked because then the next year they didn't have to take them like yeah. they just decided it was like it was like my year was the last year that you had to take subject tests, and the next year they decided that that was no longer necessary. And I was
1: like, "Why?" Oh well, you're lucky though because when you they changed the SATs um, after I took them, and they like did a more um, they did a bigger focus on like essays and stuff.
0: Yeah, so it wasn't so just I multiple had, choice. We had to do. <clears throat> we have the I think yeah we had writing, reading, and then math or whatever, and yeah. then plus. Like that, we had that, like just the standard SAT. And then we had to take two separate ones and we got to choose. So I think I did one in English and one in something else I don't remember because I probably, yeah.
1: like, yeah. Um, but like the idea being that like, oh, you know, multiple is like you can just memorize facts or whatever, but it doesn't show like true understanding. And like right. the way my brain works is I cannot memorize facts. My brain, I, I have CRS. I can't remember anything. But I can I can totally understand. I like if it was right. I could have written, mm-hmm. I would have done so much better. Like I totally understand. I don't know the I don't remember the exact date of that thing. Right. But this thing happened and these were all of the repercussions. And I completely yeah. understood all of that. I just don't know the actual date. The, the actual date. Yeah. Okay, so um, um but yeah, so
0: I'm. I'm. Yeah, I am interested. Like, what other standardized tests look like, or like, well, I guess because Hogwarts is the only, isn't it? It's the only school in in
1: Britain, though. Um. Because yeah. Like, so, legitimized well, school or whatever. So then, well, they also have like <clears throat> those homeschooling courses and things. So I'm sure that they have the different, um, kind of like you know the GRE, the G R not the GRE, mm-hmm, the no the um. GED um where people that are like homeschooled I think they have to take the GED um to prove that they've like done that and like people that Mm -hmm. have like gone to public schools or are um I don't know whatever the schools are they've gone to like in-person schools they don't have you don't we don't take a GED we just like graduate. yeah (laughs) we just pass
0: so right so it's probably something similar yeah um but yeah so percy hoped to enter the ministry of magic so he needed top grades he was becoming increasingly edgy and gave very severe punishments to anyone who deserved, disturbed the quiet of the common room in the evenings the only person who seemed more anxious than percy was hermione um harry and ron had given up asking her how she was managing to attend her classes at all like several classes at once um but they couldn't restrain themselves when they saw her exam schedule um, so the first column read Monday nine o'clock arithmetic nine o'clock transfiguration lunch one o'clock charms one o'clock ancient runes. My question is like, shouldn't she work harder to hide that from them?
1: That's what I was thinking too. Like even when like early early on, yeah, um, when you see her, Ron, it's like. You, you, your schedule's wrong because it says that you have to be in, like, these classes at the same time, and she's like, oh, you, yeah, I, you know, don't worry about it, I'll go, I'll go fix it with McGonagall. Um, and then she, I don't think she, she works really hard to, like, not bring it up again, or, like, but here, I think she's just, she's so worried about studying and passing the test that she just doesn't really <laughs> care, I guess. Yeah, so, maybe. Like, whatever. Mind yeah. your business. Leave me alone. Be quiet. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess part of it, too, like, we'll see, like, um, they're not going to press that hard because clearly she's, like, on edge. So Yeah. Uh, Hermione, Ron said cautiously because she was liable to explode with, when interrupted these days. Uh, are you sure you've copied down these times right? What? Snapped Hermione. Oh, yes, of course I have. Is there any point in asking how you're going to sit for two exams at once, said Harry? No, said Hermione. Have either of you seen my copy of Numerology and Grammatica? Oh, yes. I borrowed it for a bit of bedtime reading, said Ron, but very quietly. Which is <laughs> like, yeah. him.
1: The thing, too, that I really love about Ron, which I wrote about recently, it's like he can't even really help himself. Like, he has to diffuse Mm-mm. the tension. And we had talked about, like, I told your mom when she was, like, asking me about um, London, and I was like, it's really funny because – like I've talked to Diana about how she just sits in silence and it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. But there are like so many times when we were in London and I was just like, <laughs> 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 you're just like, why? Why, Robin? Like, I just need I need some sort of something has to be said here. <laughs> I feel like that was wrong. He was just like, I'm not gonna make a I'm not gonna do it too much. Let loud, it go. But uh it has to come out. <laughs> like
0: it just Yeah.
1: I have a quip, and it needs to be said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so Hermione starts shifting heaps of parchment around the table looking for her book. Um, then Hedwig appears. Uh, it's from Hagrid, he said. Buckbeak's appeal, it's set for the sixth. That's the day we finish our exam, said Hermione. Um, and they're coming up here to do it, said Harry. Someone from the Ministry of Magic and, and an executioner. Hermione looked up, startled. They're bringing the executioner to the appeal. But that sounds as though they've already decided. Um, that's because they have and because the wizarding justice system is trash. Trash. Absolute garbage. Yeah, it does, said Harry slowly. They can't, Ron howled. I spent ages reading up on stuff for him. They just can't ignore it all. Um, Harry had a horrible feeling that the Committee for the Disposal of Dangerous Creatures had had its mind made up for it by Mr. Malfoy. Um, Draco, who had been noticeably subdued since Gryffindor's triumph in the Quidditch final seemed to regain some of his old swagger in the next few days um Malfoy was certain Buckbeak was going to be killed and seemed thoroughly pleased with himself for bringing it about because he is ridiculous. that's like psych- that's like some like psych- psych- yeah yeah psychopathic or whatever like yeah,
1: yeah. and really? they always like say you know like when um children like abuse animals and stuff like that's when you need to be like all right um take a question yeah
0: i mean like he started with hermione in the last book
1: so yeah but he's
0: he's always been he's always had that but it's just like
1: come on draco but i also think like at the same like draco is all like he's a lot of talk and we see that often Mm -hmm. um and I and I think that while like he was like talking a lot about Hermione, like um he and, like the, well and the people that were being petrified, like no one had died yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so yeah, and also he wasn't actually gonna do anything, but like no one had actually died. And like in this instance, like for sure, an executioner is coming, and it's not some like oh, Heir of Slytherin, who is that? Or Phantom of, you know what I mean? It's like there's a dude coming to kill right. him, and I don't know. It just seems much more concrete, um, and then so bragging about it seems a little bit even worse to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a problem. Draco. The I worst thing of all was that they had no time or opportunity to go see Haggard because the strict new security measures had not been lifted, had not been lifted, and Harry didn't dare retrieve his, invisili- his, vidli- uh, his invisibility cloak <laughs> from below the one-eyed witch. Um, so they're kind of stuck. Um, exam weeks began, um, and an unnatural hush fell over the castle. The third years emerged from transfiguration at lunchtime on Monday, limp and ashen- ashen-faced comparing results and bemoaning the difficulty of the tasks that had been set, which had included turning a teapot into a tortoise. Hermione irritated by the rest, irritated the rest by fussing about her, how her tortoise looked more like a turtle,
1: which was the least of everyone's worries. So I have a thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Who needs why, that? Why? Turning a teapot into a tur- tortoise. What I'm sure it's the spell, spell versus the actual... But um... why? Like... <laughs> Because magic, and you can. And you can. That's it. It's cool. It just seems like they're, like, turn a... But, you know, up.
0: it's, like, those moments where, like... It's, like, that moment where... I think it's, like, probably a particular spell, so it's, like, you have to get these, like... Oh, uh, I understand, because... like, that part, but, like... I think it's, like, a specific thing, so it's just for practice. So, like, for example, in the Triwizard Tournament, um, which... Only, like, you know, I only remember this because of a certain play, Um, Mm -hmm. but, which is annoying, Um, but Cedric turns a rock into a dog to distract the dragon, Um, so it's, like, that, it's that spell, but they're just doing it on something that should be, that, you know, that's easier. Yeah. Um,
1: I just, like, I I feel like it it would make more sense to me to be, like, okay, turn this teapot into, I don't know, something that is useful (laughs) and not a tortoise. What's wrong with the tortoise? I I really like turtles. Turtles are one of my favorite animals. They are not good in a crisis. They're not going to distract anything. (laughs) Like I just don't understand that. I wonder what they do with the tortoises. I I know what it is, is because she is the queen of alliteration. That too. Um, But why? (laughs) And this is why I would have felt that too, because I would have been like, but I'm never going to need a tortoise. So I turned my teapot into a cell phone or into, into a map. You would have you you would have gotten it. You would have you would have failed. But um, I would have had an argument to why what I did was better. This is why I would have never been head girl either. Because I, I always saying, that's fine, you still would have failed. No, um, I wouldn't have I would have argued my point. McGonagall's not about that life. Um, <laughs> mine
0: still had a spout for a tail. What a nightmare where the tortoise is supposed to breathe steam. Mm-hmm. It, still, it still had a willow pattern shell. Do you think that'll count against me? Um, so after a hasty lunch, they went to their charms exam. Hermione had been right. They, had, um, they were tested on cheering charms. Harry slightly overdid his out of nerves, and Ron, who was partnering with him, ended up in fits of hysterical laughter and had to be led away to a quiet room for an hour before he was ready to perform the charm himself. <laughs> um, and then after dinner, they hurried back to the common room to study for care of magical creatures, potions, and astronomy. Um, Hagrid presided over care of magical creatures. Um, his heart didn't seem to be in it at all. He had provided a large tub of fresh flabberworms for the class and told them to pass the test. Um, that to pass the test, the flabberworm had to still be alive at the end of an hour. Um, the worms flourish best if left to their own devices, so it was the easiest exam they had ever taken, which I would be kind of mad if I had had to study how much and then that was the only thing I had to do, just for, like, sleeping purposes. If I was Hermione, I'd be
1: pissed. Yeah, like, though Hermione is probably, like, a little bit about. grateful, too, because then you can, like, use that time to be thinking about your next exam. That and also so. then it's, like, the one time they
0: can speak to Hagrid. Yeah. So like, if it was anyone but Hagrid in this particular situation, I feel like she would, go like, have a Trelawney moment. Or at the like mm-hmm. moment, like she did with Trelawney. Um, but you know she knows what's going down. The Wizarding yes. Justice System ain't shit, so
1: ain't you know. shit. She ain't never been shit. Ain't never ain't gonna, gonna be MLB shit. shit. <laughs> Just like uh, do better. And you know what I was, I was thinking? Because they're like they can't go visit him because the security <laughs> measures haven't been lifted. Like last year, they were in fear of being petrified every time they turn the corner and they couldn't go, they had to be escorted to classes and shit. And
0: mm-hmm. then this
1: year they can't go anywhere. Like, and, and they just insist on this lie that there is nowhere safer than Hogwarts. Like, that's cool. It doesn't make sense. Show me a, the proof of that. Because <laughs> there is I ain't none. seeing it.
0: There is none. Maybe, maybe back in the day. And back in the day, day Now it's just, like, not nah. when Harry Potter showed up? Hell no. We ain't never been safe. That's really the factor, though. That's
1: really <laughs> that's really what it is. Like, and it's
0: really Harry. That
1: comes back to my point of how much like, uh, Harry I would have been, been so cool. pissed. I would have been so mad if I would have been in the same year as Harry Potter. Because the other thing is, like, it's not like it's his fault,
0: but, like, it's always about him. Yeah. It always comes back to him. So it's, like, you know... I don't know maybe maybe somebody maybe Dumbledore should just take him to like somewhere else and then don't he, have,
1: shouldn't he get home he just has it? a tutor he needs yes. a tutor and then i would be filming that so yeah oh so i can't go to class because there's a mass murderer who like <laughs> who broke out of azkaban just to come out for this this kid. But I didn't do anything, though, Professor. You can't be out after dark. But I'm not Harry Potter, Professor. I mind my own business. Sirius Black doesn't actually care about me. Yeah. I'm, I don't plan on getting in his way. I just want to go to the library and do some reading. I want to go sit by the lake. Can I just sit by the lake? Can I just, can I just do that? Can I go to Quidditch practice?
0: Well, I guess at this point, Quidditch is over. But, like, can I just chill? No, it's like all nice and bright outside. It's
1: like, yeah. can I just live my life? No, do, you're making us take nasty, exhausting wizarding Wizarding tests. tests. Right. Can I not study for that by the lake? I didn't do anything wrong. Nope. Ain't nobody killed my parents. They in Anaheim. (laughs) None of their own business. Let me chill. Let me live. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah,
0: it's it's just a lot. lot. Too much. Um, <laughs> Beaky's getting a bit depressed, Hagrid told them. Been cooped up too long, and, but still. We know the day after tomorrow, one way or the other. Um, they had potions that afternoon, which was an unqualified disaster. Try as Harry might, he couldn't get confu- his confusing concoction to thicken. And Snape, standing watch with an air of vindictive pleasure, scribbled something that looked suspiciously like a zero onto his notes before moving away. Why would that be a zero, though? That's what I'm saying. Like he's it's just not thick enough. You just because you don't get it like perfect doesn't mean that it's it not it's not immediately zero. A zero, right? It feels it's like, like
1: it's probably like a seventy, maybe seventy five. You know, just to it's a pass. How
0: does it's he get like to? A, how does he get to his fourth year? How does he not do remedial potions if he's not like?
1: Whatever. Because
0: Snape is. Because everybody
1: knows that Snape is like a problem without fail. Um, still, so this part. If we want to do this part, I have a thing about. Go ahead. So, then came astronomy at midnight, up on the tallest tower. History of magic on Wednesday morning, in which Harry s- scribbled everything. Florian Fortescue had ever told him about medieval witch hunts. Sorry. So you go going to make me take a test that starts at midnight. Right. And then take a test in the morning.
0: That also did they not learn anything else in uh history of magic this right? year?
1: That was at the beginning of the year,
0: this was in August or September. That he was right, he was writing about a paper on that in the summertime, and now he has to write. Okay, don't now, now, he, now he's doing his test in June next summer. Bins. That's all y'all talked about, Bins? Really? I thought you were like, I thought you
1: were all about history, and like, that's it. And you know what else, though. And this is not Harry's fault at all, but I feel like after Dumbledore left, McGonagall got some like decent teachers up in there. And was like, look, Ben you're a ghost, but you be got fired, to know. bro. You, got, you could stay here. You could stay here. You like, could be a TA or something. You
0: could even haunt this classroom if that's what you choose to do. We'll just move it to a different classroom. You could do a
1: guest lecture.
0: You could do every all
1: things once a year. But you can't. You can teach. start like um, ex- what are they called? Extended. Classes for ghosts that want to continue their learning you know but, but just not teaching teach children you know not at all not a damn thing so again, would be gone
0: but divination would be totally gone by the time yeah. god who guys like mm, no mm-hmm. you could stay here too trelawney you could stay here simple. you know mm-hmm. up there with your clairvoyant vibrations do you
1: you could run the kitchens. You could set the menus, tell the house elves what to do. Tell, Be head tell, the, house of elves. Magical... tell the house
0: elves, hey, I have tea that we're going to have those, or fish and chips or something. I, ha- I saw it in my dreams, and so I was surprised that it wasn't on to the school. But that seems like we shouldn't tempt the fates. So we should just, you know, roll with mm-hmm. it. Something. You can, you can just do all not of that, teaching
1: but children. what you can't do is continue it's to teach true. this class. Yes.
0: Yeah. Hagrid. We love you. You're gonna keep your keep your job as gameskeeper. Do that. We gotta find we gotta bring Girly Plank in to teach yeah. care of magical creatures.
1: I'm gonna need you to attend you're not fired, classes, you just education classes, take some tests, and then maybe you can work your way up to teaching um, care of magical creatures. You can start with like first years, teach them all about flobberworms worms and whatnot. But I'm gonna need you to do some like qualification tests.
0: Mm-hmm. you're not
1: fired all your keeper of grounds and keys that's all that's you buddy ain't nobody better all you all you you got that but what you are going to have to do is take those ordinary ordinary wizarding levels that you haven't taken since six I'm years ago have taken
0: period. He didn't even make it
1: to fifth year. Didn't even make it to fifth year. He didn't make, it to, he didn't that's
0: make it to the OWLs. He didn't make it to his owls.
1: You gotta make so, you have at least you gotta at least pass your owls before I let you teach children. So Yeah. Just and that's not Harry's fault. That's all on Dumbledore. But again, to be a Hogwarts student in Harry's grade around Harry's grade, is to be undereducated. It's not right. It's not
0: right. Wednesday afternoon Herbology in the greenhouses under a baking hot sun, then back to the common room once more with sunburnt necks, thinking longingly of the t- this time next day when it would all be over. Um, their second to last exam on Thursday morning was Defense Against the Dark Arts. Um, Professor Lupin m- created an obstacle course outside where they had to wade across a deep paddling pool containing a Grindy low, cross a series of potholes full of red caps, squish their way across a patch of marsh while ignoring misleading directions from a Hinky Punk, then climb into an old tree, an old trunk, and battle with a new boggart. Um, so Harry gets full marks um, because that's like the one class he, he
1: excels mm-hmm. in. It's weird think. that they tell them like right away, so sure. like, Right then. Excellent job. Full marks. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, it's kind of nice, though, to, that I you don't have probably, to, like, then worry about it for the rest of the summer, whether or not you passed all of your classes.
0: That's true. And I also think that, like, it's probably easier to tell someone whether they, like, if they got yeah. the full marks, it's probably easier to just be like, hey, good job. You know what I mean? Just, kind of, like, assure them yeah. that they got that. but. It is also weird that it's, like, red. I think,
1: and, and I don't know, because sometimes they make it seem like, so there's a practical exam, and then there's, like, a written exam, and some of the...
0: I know that's how it is for the OWLs. I don't know that if, whether, I think they might have more freedom, like, the teachers actually mm-hmm. get to choose for these, versus, like, the the owls and the newts. It's, like, an outside organization, so they, it's, like, art. It's, like, yeah. a standardized thing. I don't think it's like that for just their regular guests. Yeah. I think they just get to, it's, like, whatever.
1: Okay. Ron did very well until he reached the Pinky Punk, which um, is a Pokemon, um, and success- mm-hmm. which successfully confused him into sinking waist-high into the Quagmire. Sounds like a, um, a ham- Hamilton. How did we emerge victorious from the Quagmire? It is.
0: Um,
1: Hermione did everything perfectly until she reached the trunk with a bogart in it. After about a minute inside it, she burst out again, screaming. Hermione said Lupin's startled. What's the matter? Professor McGonagall, she she said I'd failed everything. Um, and this reminds me of a conversation that you had on the Twitter.
0: Yeah, okay. I was going to bring it up. But first, let me okay. to read this last paragraph real quick because um... – it took a little while to calm Hermione down. When at last she had regained a regained a grip on herself, she, Harry, and Ron went back to the castle. Ron was still slightly inclined to laugh at Hermione's boggart, but the argument was averted by the sight that they messed on the steps. Okay, that part wasn't necessary. But, um, yeah, so it was, like, a conversation I was having with, um, at Tanya with the pin um, on Twitter. Like, I guess now it's been a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Sorry, time is, yeah, whatever. Um, so we were talking about, she was talking about how, like, Hermione... Like her fears don't get taken as seriously. Um, And in that way it kind of like doesn't like her character because of that her character doesn't get like um, developed as far as like maybe Ron does in the books. Mm -hmm. Um, Strictly books now. I mean I there's a argument to have about Hermione movie and like that kind of stuff but we can do that at a later date. Um, But yeah so then like once it was pointed out I was like oh yeah that's hella true. And so like this is kind of like a thing that happens and it's seen, like, Ron is, like, about to laugh and it's, like, not even being taken serious. It doesn't feel like it's being taken seriously by the text and it never, like, comes up again um, as, like, a real, like, thing that she has to deal with. It was kind of, it's kind of just there mm-hmm. versus, like, Ron's insecurities and his fears come up, like, all the time. And they're
1: taken seriously um, and they're given...
0: Exactly. Um, and real weight. Yes. And they, like, keep, and they, like, like, the, um... Like, Tanya brought up the Horcruxes in Deathly Hallows, whereas, like, Ron gets to face his fear mm-hmm. full on when this Horcrux comes to get him. We don't even see Hermione destroy a Horcrux. We just hear that it happened, but we don't get... To, and even in the... I mean, even in the movies, <laughs> like, all Hermione does is stab the thing and then it spins around and there's, like, Voldemort faces and it's, like, cool, but, like... There's Ron no... Ron gets a moment where it's, like, a psychological, yeah. like, attack. Whereas that doesn't happen with Hermione and she just, like, gets to excel at everything and she did it and it's great. But we don't see, like, even if we don't get to, like, see Hermione destroy the Horcrux in the book because, like, you know, Harry wasn't there, Depend like, based off of the time when it happens. But it's, like, there's even things about, like, she could be looking shaken. She could be, like, you know, afraid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are ways to kind of, like, show that she's going through a real fear and, like, dealing with a real thing. Um, and there is something
1: to the real like, fear of failure that um, can be belittled. Uh, and even that is then damaging to Hermione. And, I mean, to people in general, right? I mean, so if you have a fear of failure and so you're driven then to succeed and to work yourself, like we talked about with like her um, kind of not really taking... The time to really make sure that she's taking care of herself because she's so driven to succeed right. and to pr- and to prove herself, right. um, then to do all of that work to do- prove yourself and then still have that fear not be taken seriously because you are successful. If
0: but it's not even that it's just I'm afraid yeah. to fail. Like, yeah, period. and like and that's the other thing is like it's not only in school. Which I think is also important. Like, she doesn't say, I failed everything. I failed everything. Like,
1: and coming from Hermione's background um, of being muggle born and the the society that we are seeing being built up about what that means for her um, and what that's going to continue to mean for her in her adult life in the wizarding world, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, there it's. this idea, it's this piling on of the idea that no matter what, she will be inferior, no matter how hard she works, no matter how much she accomplishes, um, she is not going to be fully accepted. Um, and also that she feels driven to work very hard and be very accomplished because it is an entryway into overcoming this fatal flaw that she can't get past, which is being muggle-born right Right. she'll never be able to and how do you she's so black and anyway um (laughs) but like how do you how do you overcome this inherent disadvantage that you have it's literally the like papa pope you have to work twice as hard to get half as far Mm -hmm. um and then to have the people who love you um and this isn't this is also another thing that I really just, dis- it goes kind of, and I'm kind of doing it, it as I'm explaining it, but like um, the dismantling of Ron's character and like his insensitivity um, that stems from privilege. He doesn't understand mm-hmm. the, um, he doesn't understand like the, the idea of not being fully accepted. Because he's always been fully accepted right. by the wizarding world, right? He's a pure blood, and he's one of the like older families. At this
0: point, at this point, he's like, "I'm just right, to be famous. yeah."
1: Like that's his like, "Oh, you're you're afraid to fail your test. Like no one notices my new haircut or whatever." You know what I mean? Like, and in comparison, <laughs> yeah. at this moment in their lives, Ron's fear is actually more trivial, <laughs> like, um, because it doesn't say anything about who he is or what he accomplishes. It says only about what others outside of him acknowledge, right? Um, and nope. how he gets worse from that outside acknowledgement, whereas Hermione's fear is also an outside acknowledgement thing. Um, but she's not looking for fame, she's looking for acceptance, right? Which is like... Exactly. Much more meaningful when you're, you know, we're a, we're a social species and you need people and you need acceptance to like thrive. <laughs> you really, you do. Like, no matter how um, insular you are, like, you, you, people need people. There's a whole song about it that Barbara Streisand sings so perfectly in Funny Girl. Check it out. People who need people are, are, people who have people are the luckiest people in the world. Anyway, um, I think it's very interesting um, in that this, one, that this isn't really shown in the movies, or is it shown?
0: No. We yeah. never see Hermione's
1: body. So this isn't even, like, taken seriously enough to be, like, translated into the movies. Um, and we we don't see also that Am in Ron's kind of laughing at her and 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 taking or treating her biggest fear very trivially and like kind of doing a comparison of like oh you know Harry's scared of a Dementor I'm scared of like spiders which granted I saw Aragog at the studio tour <laughs> like right fear acknowledge like it's a worthwhile fear but um and you're worried about not passing classes that you're obviously going to pass um
0: and that's the thing is I think that he's interpreting it as schoolwork just class or just school mm-hmm. and like probably because it's Professor McGonagall that adds to it but that's also because like that's one of the highest like authority figures that they had at this point um other than Dumbledore but Dumbledore's never around yeah. so um
1: and and Hermione yeah, has so a think, relationship with the dongle that's like
0: part of it but then exactly and I think that like this is her balker you know what I mean like like you just mentioned it's her yeah. deepest fear like of all the things you can be afraid of that's what she's afraid of and so I feel like for like as it should be with anyone it should be taken seriously um Yeah, I just, it's interesting that we don't get more than, like, a couple lines of dialogue in a paragraph that really talks about that. And it's not that, like, it doesn't get, like, sometimes you can see it through the way that she talks and, like, the way that she's, like, interacting with people and, like, answering questions in class and all that kind of stuff, but it's never truly, like, there's never any, like, expository thing where it's, like, (laughs) Harry noticed that. Hermione was having an issue and was having problems failing, so she he tried to change yeah. the subject. You know what I mean? Versus like when they when Harry and Ron first meet on the um, Hogwarts Express, he, he clocks right away what Ron's insecurities are and tries to like massage that and tries to like you know work his not really work his way around it, but kind of like show that he understands, reassure
1: him so that like, it's it's yeah, and it's that he fine. doesn't think of him Whereas, as like, insignificant.
0: All of yeah. these things, and exactly. I think versus with Hermione it's very much like again it's also the idea that she's got
1: it and I think that's the thing that makes it very interesting is not just that they are like trivializing her fear but they're trivializing it not because like oh that's a legitimate fear for anyone because I think if it was like Neville or something they would take it more seriously Mm -hmm. but because it's Hermione they're like you're afraid of something that you've obviously already beaten right like why is that even right. an issue for you? You're so mm-hmm. good at schoolwork, right? But it's like... Right. They don't... If you take it this one step further of like... she's So she's good at schoolwork and this is still... This is still her deepest fear. So imagine, as you can see in this book, like the lengths she will drive herself to to ensure that she doesn't fail. And right. it explains a lot about Hermione... Um, it also is very telling, I think, in terms of like her being the female of the trio, um, that difference in perspective. Uh, it, it just it really like sheds light on a lot of privilege that like um, Ron obviously has, but that also Harry has, right? Because um, mm-hmm. they don't. Harry Ron is not stupid despite what movies and plays will have you believe he is lazy and unmotivated and um he doesn't work as hard as he could or should Harry is very similar in that way too um he works I think a little bit harder than Ron because he's more intrigued by magic still and like in a way that Ron just kind of takes for granted so when it's something that really um interest Harry. He does work on it, like, Defense Against the Dark Arts. But they're not um, striving, they're never going to strive to be top of class or anything like that. That's not really like, where they find their um, pleasure, not pleasure, I don't know what the word is, but like, um, they don't really derive satisfaction from that level of success. Hermione does And Hermione Mm -hmm. is still discounted um, despite being the brightest witch of her age, despite um, all of these things, and doing very well on this exam until she gets through the boggart, right? Like, that's where it breaks down. Ron breaks down way before that, you know? like um, Mm -hmm. So there's this like kind of double-edged sword of like so right. what damage does that then do again that she her biggest fear is failure and then because of that she fails this part of the exam um, and then on top of that as she's trying to reconcile that and calm herself down and still get ready for the next exams that she has she doesn't get any support from the people that should be giving her support because they don't
0: I mean, you know, they they calm her down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they so in initially, but then it's like it's not that she doesn't get the support in that moment. It's more that like it she's not like checked they don't They check don't check in on again. her. Granted, granted shit goes <laughs> down immediately after this. So in a way, do you really have time to check back in when like shit's about to shake? But I think in. it also but like like, in theory and just in general.
1: No, but I think like when you oh. get back to saying like how Harry immediately kind of clocks Ron's insecurity and then massages that, um, he takes
0: no, he like, takes note of that and then he continues
1: to always kind of massage that when mm-hmm. that comes up because he knows that that is like an a sore spot or a soft spot for Ron. Mm-hmm. I don't. Again, yeah, I agree. Like, the ship goes down, like, right away after this, so it right. makes sense. So it's,
0: like, in this particular moment, it yeah. makes sense, but just but they don't, neither like, one yeah,
1: of them take take that moment and, like, file that away as, like, okay, we need exactly. to continuously massage it, because it does come up again. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty, plenty of times. times, yeah. So, I think it was, like, a... R- and
0: often it's just, like, written off again, and I, I'm sure, like, when it comes back up, we'll, like, point it out, but, it, like, it gets written off as, like, oh, her mind is just being ridiculous yeah. again. Yeah. As opposed to it being like, oh, this is like a real thing that she deals with, and maybe we should. Think about and it has like. Like, even in Half Blood Prince, when Harry is doing better at potions in Hermione. Yeah.
1: That's like. like and, and that's glaring. We'll talk
0: about it later, but that's like a big part. It's not just that, like. It's not just that he. It's not. The simple like fact that he's doing better than her in a class that's happened before. He's better than her in Defense Against Dark Arts. She doesn't have a complex about Mm -hmm. it. Like she's not worried about that. It's the fact that he is taking shortcuts and somehow getting a better result than she is when she's working twice as hard.
1: And and it's also about, um, in my opinion, I think the the idea that there is a systematic point there in in terms of like her being a woman her being a black woman her being yeah her being muggle born but like there is this this um there is a way in which i mean like it's kind of I, i i think of like people that gaslight you about like race or whatever and like people who are oppressed or who deal with um prejudice in a certain way are always trying to like double like, are always, like, checking themselves, like, is this real, is this not real, am I being too sensitive, blah, 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 and it would be great if the people um, who Mm -hmm. have privilege, but also are, like, you know, like, allies, would say, no, there's a basis for this, and, and then go about reassuring you or helping you deal with those things from the from the standpoint, but, like, starting at that standpoint of, like, this is a real thing, or, you know what I mean? Like, there is there is validity in this fear. Um, and Harry does that with Ron all the time. There is validity to your fear of being overlooked. You do have all these brothers. You do have all this stuff. I am your best friend and the chosen one. You know what I mean? Like, there's... I'm not going to sugarcoat things for you, like, it happens in Goblet of Fire, like, I'm not going to excuse your bad behavior because of it, but there, it's a valid fear that you have, right? And so then we can, like, work from there to deal with it. Um, mm-hmm. The The fact that this, like, does continue to come up, and every, I feel like every time, they don't come at it from, like, okay, valid, yes, but X, Y, Z, and here are all the ways that you can overcome or whatever. They, like, the basis is you're mm-hmm. being crazy. So, it's a problem. Basically. Yeah.
0: And it's a problem. Um, but let's flip so going, because,
1: you know, shit's about to go down.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Cornelius Fudge is, yeah, so quickly. I love like you know,
1: This is such a good. This is my. Favorite.
0: Uh, Order of the Phoenix is my favorite book, but I do love this <laughs> book. Like, it's very. It's so good. It's so good. It's like it's it's in my you know
1: literally there where so we have this whole just, discussion about Hermione's bogart, which is insane, right? But then the next sentence like are immediately
0: like then immediately, but then argue. Right, an argument was averted by the sight that met them at the top of the steps. Cornelius Fudge was sweating slightly in his pinstriped cloak. Um, staring at the ground. he started at the sight of Harry. Hello there, Harry. Just had an exam, I expect. Nearly finished. Yes, said Harry. Um, lovely day. Pity, pity. Um, he sighed deeply and looked at Harry. I'm here on an unpleasant mission, Harry. The Committee for the Disposal of Dangerous Creatures required a witness to the exec- execution of a mad hippogriff, as I need to visit... As I needed to visit Hogwarts to check on the black situation, I was asked to step in. Um, Does this mean the appeals already happened? Ron interrupted. No, no. It's scheduled for this afternoon. Then you might not have to witness an execution at all, said Ron stoutly. The hippogriff might get off. Uh, Before Fudge could answer, two wizards came um, through the castle doors behind him. One was so ancient he appeared to be withering before their very eyes. The other was was tall and strapping with a thin black mustache. Um... So these are the uh, representatives from the committee. Um, the old wizard says, dear, dear, I'm getting too old for this. Two o'clock, isn't it fudge? The black mustached man was fingering something in his belt. Um, it was run. He was running a thumb along the blade of a shiny axe. Um, so he's ready to like, go, obviously um, <laughs> a, a little sadistic. We find out later that he's a
1: he's yeah. ready to he's is like, this I
0: get to kill something. Awesome. Is, yeah. You know, he be yeah. a death eater, so that's f- like, slash um, is one. It's McNair. He's, yeah. Yeah. So that's just, you know, just, you know, good good introduction to someone who comes back up. It's awesome. Um, so Ron opened his mouth to say something, but Hermione nudged him hard in the ribs and jerked her head toward the entrance hall. Why'd you stop me, said Ron. Did you see them? They've even got the axe ready. This isn't justice. No. No, it's not. not. Um, Ron, your dad works for the ministry. You can't go saying things like that to his boss, said Hermione. Um, even though she too looked upset, as long as Hagrid keeps his head this time and argues his case properly, they can't possibly execute Buckbeat.
1: So I think this is really interesting because in this one sentence, Hermione shows how practical she is, but also how naive she is. Like,
0: well, no, no. In the next sentence, but Harry could tell Hermione didn't really believe what she was saying. So she, so I think that they kind of are trying to tell themselves that.
1: Because it's very hard to be like, the justice system is so obviously screwed up.
0: Especially at 13, and this is only your third, like, not Ron, but this is only their third year in this world, and then to see that and be like...
1: But also for Ron, because Ron's dad does work for the ministry, ministry. and so he has, like, he holds him in a higher regard, and he probably hasn't really seen Mm -hmm. too much of the justice uh, system at play because his dad works for, you know, misuse right. of muggle artifacts. Um and hopefully they don't have that much encounter like they don't encounter too much um
0: I mean they probably do, but nobody yeah. takes it seriously. Another thing. Which I think is
1: a um, you know,
0: a cue. a clue,
1: sorry. <laughs> yeah. But I think um too it's very in- it's very interesting that Ron doesn't I mean, and not interesting, right, because he is 13, um, but he doesn't even think about his father in that moment. Like, he's just ready to stand up for, like, what is right and what isn't right, and doesn't think about, like, the politics at play there or... um,
0: Which is, like, he shouldn't be expected to, but also, like, I'm glad Hermione was like, hold up, don't get your dad... Uh, right.
1: And that's something that like so we are um at my in my day job we're getting ready to start these like affinity groups and stuff and so we were having um some planning meetings for like the the people of color group and the women's group and um you know what like it will look like and stuff and one of the things in the people of color's group we ha- had to deal with which I am very interested interested to see if it comes up in the women's group that we're starting which is perception um which is like which to me is what we were talking about in terms of perception is um, what it looks like to be taking an interest in um, working for the inclusion of people of color at at our company, which is a corporate company, and um, how people will perceive the work that we're doing and how that will then... Right. reflect on our day jobs because we still have like one of the things that we were talking about too is like how do we plan to get the things done to accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish um while still being effective and doing the job that we were hired to do which is not this right, right. Um and then in ter- and then that conversation started talking about the perception of you know what we say, how we say it, and if there will be any pushback or any repercussions to our day jobs. Um, And it's understandable now that as like a working person in my 30s, that is something that like I can think about and know is um, I've had experiences where I was a bit more on the wrong end of the spectrum of like, well, this is right and this is wrong, so I'm going to just say it, right? And then getting... And seeing the reactions and that pushback, and then having now to come come at it with, like, okay, so how do we say it? What do we do? You know what I mean, like, when does, like, right, exactly. the work that you do and, the, like, how, when does the perception um, start to really affect the work that you do um, and affect your future? Um, yeah. And again, I think it goes, it's, it's, interesting that the person who is has lived in the wizarding world whose parent works at the ministry is being taught this by someone who has only been in the wizarding world for three years like but is a muggle born so has already kind of seen that perception matters um and already seen like the ways in which she was petrified a couple months ago Um, well
0: no it's it's been like a year now or a little bit it's been about yeah at this point, so
1: yes. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, she, like, she has that understanding of, yo, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't just go around like saying anything and, you know, you got to figure out, you got to work within the system where you can and, you know, yeah. also very, very sad that 13-year-olds are having this conversation. Right.
0: I mean, you know, Hagrid went ahead and hired three attorneys, not even paying him, but you know, just decided that that's who he was going to bring in on this situation. So, you know, that's why they have to think about it. Um, So Harry and Ron's last exam was divination. Hermione's was muggle studies. Um, Trelawney is seeing them all separately, um, says Neville. He had a copy of Unfogging the Future open on his lap at pages devoted to crystal gazing. Have either of you been able, ever seen anything in a crystal ball, he, said. he asked them. Nope, said Ron in an offhand voice. He kept checking his watch. Harry knew he was counting down to the time until Buckbeak's appeal started. Um, the line of people outside shortened very slowly. As each person climbed back down, people would ask, what did she ask, was it okay? They refused to say. She says the crystal ball told her that if I tell you, I'll have a horrible accident squeaked Neville. She's just like, girl.
1: Hey, man. Like, you could easily
0: just be like, like, I'll fail you if you tell. Like, you ain't gotta be (laughs) on the crystal ball. I got mystic vibrations that something bad will happen to you. Like, no.
1: I'm so shocked that you are um, saying that Trelawney was doing the most. I can't fathom it. She's never been one to over exaggerate. Well, or... see, what had
0: happened was that I saw myself <laughs> complaining about Trayvon, <Trelawney, laughs> and so then I felt like, what, why, you know?
1: The, it's you know what I, I, must, I, I must, understand I must because follow what
0: the fates tell me to do because it's the fates.
1: and it is so and I applaud and you because it, it is so difficult the the weight of having that inner right. eye is so it's, it's, it's so like, rough it's,
0: it's rough and like. People don't, you know, they don't understand.
1: Yeah, you don't, you didn't ask for I this. Didn't. You didn't ask to have that knowledge no. and that foresight thrust upon you.
0: It's just something I have to live with.
1: I, um, I applaud you. Um, you.
0: Thanks. <laughs> uh, that's convenient, snorted Ron. You know, I'm starting to think Hermione was right about her. She's a right old fraud. Yeah, said Harry, looking at his own watch. It was now two o'clock. Wish she'd hurry up. Um, Pavardy back, came back down the ladder glowing with pride. She says, I've got all the makings of a true seer. I saw loads of stuff. Well, good luck. Um, then Ron gets called and he goes up. After 20 minutes, Ron's large feet reappeared in the ladder. How'd it go? Rubbish, said Ron. Couldn't see a thing, so I made some stuff up. Don't think she was convinced, though. Um, then Trelawney calls Harry. So Harry goes up. The tower room was hotter than ever. The curtains were closed. The fire alight. And the usual sickly scent made Harry cough as he stumbled through the clutter of chairs and tables to where Professor Trelawney was waiting for him. Um, Good day, my dear. If you would kindly gaze into the orb, take your time now. Then tell me what you see within it. So Harry stared as hard as he could, willing it to show him something other than the swirling white fog, but nothing happened. Well, what do you see? Um, uh, Harry thought about what Ron said and decided to pretend. Uh, A dark shape. What does it resemble? Think now. Um, Harry cast his mind around and it landed on Buckbeak. A hippogriff. Indeed, whispered Professor Trelawney. My boy, you may be well seeing the outcome of poor Hagrid's trouble with the Ministry of Magic. Look Look closer. Does the hippogriff appear to have its head? Um... I'm really irritated by how she's always morbid. Like, why are all of her like little fake predictions all about like death and shit? Like, oh, you see the omen of death. Oh, this person's dead. Oh, you're gonna die. Oh, because it doesn't have his head. Like,
1: because it's the same thing as like the news. Like, right, it's
0: a shock factor. Morbid
1: shit like, is sexy in a weird way. It's yeah, it's so like irritating. the shock factor, and like no one wants to know about good news, even though I think. That's not news. true. I love good news. I found this website about good news. It's like a website dedicated to telling you good news about black people. That's awesome. It is delightful. That sounds really cool. I think it's called like Black Good News or something like that. Go find it when you need a smile because I had a reek and it made me happy.
0: That sounds
1: awesome. Um, it is. But I think too like what's really interesting about um, what Harry's and Aunt Trilani are kind of acting out right here is that Harry's like, okay, I guess I'll just pretend, um, but he starts talking about what he wants to happen because she's pushing him so far into like, is his head on the ground? Right. Like, like you, you know what I mean? Just
0: be like, oh, is he dead? Because that's like that. Just saying, is he dead? Is a pretty like decent question because or like a valid question because we know why Buckbeak is even a subject yeah. right now. so like sure um uh, but does he appear to have its head um homie yes said harry fir- firmly are you sure are you quite sure dear you don't see it writhing on the ground perhaps and a shadowy figure raising an axe behind it like girl that's not even a prediction you saw mcnair walking down the thing like, mm-hmm. walking around hogwarts
1: she up in that tower she got the whole on, bird's girl. eye view right, of what's going exactly. on
0: um no said harry no blood no weeping hagrid girl bye um
1: you bye. want Hagrid to weep like sometimes hagrid needs to weep but like, not here really? this is not her for this homie
0: what yeah are you doing? right what are you doing no said harry it looks fine it's flying away trelawney sighed well, dear, I think we'll leave it there. A little disappointing, but I'm sure you did your best. I'm curious, um, like, when later when, like, Bugbeak actually does fly away, if she thinks, like, hmm, maybe Harry does have the makings of a true seer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Even um, though
0: he was totally bullshitting, I feel like that would be hilarious.
1: But I also wonder, too, like, when, um... Pavardi's like she says I have the makings of a true seer. Like Pavardi, is she leading like because this is a test and she's like, really you don't see its head on the ground and Pavarti was probably like, yes, yes I do. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? The other
0: thing is like, is Pavarti just talking about oh shoot that person's gonna die? Like is that what she's doing? Is that how she's passing? Like what what exactly is?
1: But I I don't think um like what create what
0: makes like how do you pass a divination test? Created by Trelawney, is really the question.
1: I mean, I think you also have to like, like you said, like does his marks do that? Do do his marks change once, um, Buckbeat really does fly away? Right. Like, is there like uh, you know, oh well, right. change that? Right. You know, which
0: is actually kind of C funny to think about it. Like, just taking away all the other shit that went down. Te- you know, you could be like, he went back in time to go and like fix his divination, uh.
1: Great. You <laughs> really um, could. But I wonder if he was thinking that when he was like, right? When Bucky flies well, we away, do. he's like, hey, you know,
0: I did say that. both of them. Right. <laughs> I did see that in The Crystal Ball. Um, yeah. Her would probably be like, shut up. No. Um, but I
1: wonder, like, I do wonder though, like, what. Because um, I I don't think that Pivarti is as cynical about what's going on um, right. as, like, Harry and Ron are. Because Ron, Ron is just straight up making shit mm-hmm. up. Like, he's like, who knows what he's saying? He's like, someone's gonna die. I see a Grimm and a Grindy Low and a couple Dementors in there. Right. And, like, eight people got the Dementors kiss. Yeah? You know what I mean? Like, you know, doing the most. Um, but I wonder if Pervardy, like, starts to, like, let her mind wander the way that Harry does and just, like, pulls things to her mind. Right. And then, like, follows a logical conclusion and thinks that she's doing something. I don't know. Who
0: knows? Um, so relieved, Harry gets up, picks up his bag and turned to go, but then a loud, harsh voice spoke behind him. It will happen tonight. So as, as we said two pages ago, shit's about to go down. Tonight. And it's so quick. Tonight. We ain't got no time tonight. to worry about Hermione. We ain't got time to worry about exams. We ain't got time to worry about lots of things. It's happening tonight.
1: Get your shit ready. Pack your bag. We, it's going down. Tonight. Also, I love this part. Harry wheeled around. Professor Trelawney had gone rigid in her armchair. Her arms were unfocused and her mouth sagging. I just, like, imagine Harry being like, oh, shit. me? Right. Like that, that, um, that Spongebob crab gif. Uh-oh. of like, uh, Mr. Crab Yeah. Oh,
0: shit. What? He's
1: like, oh, shit. He's like
0: sorry. What's going down?
1: <laughs> um, uh, professor-, professor Trelawney didn't seem to hear him. Her eyes started to roll. Harry stood there in a panic. looked as if she was about to have some sort of seizure. The dark lord lies alone and friendless, abandoned by his followers. His servant has been chained these 12 years. Tonight, before midnight, the servant will break free and set out to rejoin his master. The dark lord will rise again with his servant's aid, greater and more terrible than ever before. Tonight. Before midnight, the servant will set out to rejoin his master. Um, In
0: summary, shit is about to go down. Again. Tonight. I to remind you. Before midnight. We're going to channel Wood right now. Tonight. Before midnight. The tonight. The servant is going to go find Tonight, though.
1: Before midnight. Before
0: midnight. Not after. It has to happen before yeah. midnight, y'all.
1: Yeah, just like uh, Harry couldn't catch the snitch until after they're up fifty points. This has to happen. The shit can't go. The shit can't go down after midnight. No. It's got to happen before. before. Um, so Professor Trelawney's head fell forward onto her chest. She made a grunting noise, and then suddenly her head snapped back up again. My dear boy, um, the heat of the day, you know, I drifted off for a moment, and Harry sat there still staring. Um, is there anything wrong, my dear? You you just told me that the Dark Lord's going to rise again. That his servant's going to get back to him. Professor Chilani looked thir- thoroughly startled. The Dark Lord? He who must not be named? My dear boy, that's hardly something to joke about. Rise again indeed. But you just said it. You said the Dark Lord. I think you must have dozed off too, dear. I would certainly not presume to predict anything quite as far-fetched as that. Bye, yeah. Felicia.
0: As far fetched as that, but you see yourself making a decision and all of a sudden you must you're compelled. You don't make I mean,
1: I and I you know what I I really love the fact that she is such a fraud, but she's not. Right. <laughs> like I love I just love that like she kind of so, um I've been watching a lot of Star Trek Voyager. I'm almost done, I only have one season left. I'm really sad um, but the holo Doc, the, the doctor is a hologram and he um, a couple of episodes ago like they encountered a race who had never really heard singing before and he's a singer and he fancied himself like going and, and leaving the uh, cr- crew of the Voyager and going to like hang out with his adoring fans and they were like oh we can just make you you're a hologram that's right, huh? Alicia <laughs> and like his, like, ego was so big and, and like, everyone in Voyager was like, oh, so you're just gonna leave because you got some groupies? Like, his ego got so big and he forgot, like, what he was actually doing and what he was there for and I, like, really love that parallel with Treelani. It's like, she's, her ego about being a seer is so big and she's such a fraud. She's so tied to this, like, doom and gloom like this is how you see that the fact that she actually can like she actually does have the inner eye mm-hmm. um but can't remember any of it and therefore like thinks <laughs> like everything that harry's saying is a, is just a joke like right.
0: and it's just it's so ironic too like she puts all this stock into it and she's like, and that's, that's why she is a fraud, which is like really interesting. Yeah, It's not like she's pretending to be something she's not. It's just like, she's over-exaggerating it to the point where like, even she doesn't totally think that she is a seer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think she actually thinks that she is. She doesn't know no, she's, I think she's she thinks... created real prophecies. She thinks like, I have this blood, I'm going to do with it what I can. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. That's how I'm going to make my money. That's how I'm going to, you know, whatever. Which on one side, you know, that's your hustle. But also, it's just, yeah, it's interesting.
1: Um, I just think also, though, it's like she has kind of created this vision of what her grandmother or her great-grandmother, like how she saw and what it looks mm-hmm. like to be a fear. And so she's so tied to that. mm mm-hmm imaginary, this is what it means to see. Like, you have to only see doom and gloom. You have to be very dreamy and hippie-like and whatever. Um, that she can't even recognize actual... Like, she's like, I must have dozed off. But afterwards, like, when she, like, kind of clears up, does she, does she realize that she lost, like, there's just, like, ten minutes of... D- that's just gone. Like, she doesn't remember. She blacked out. It wasn't like, oh, I dozed right. off. And, like... You know, like, no. Like, you blacked out. You don't remember falling asleep. Like, <laughs> you know? So, like, mm-hmm. she can't even reconcile... When she has had real prophecies. It just sounds too far-fetched to her. It's really funny. That's it's It's really funny. Um... Yes. Yeah. So, Harry
0: climbs back down the ladder. Um... Had he just heard Professor Trelawney making a real prediction or had that just been her idea of an impressive in depth test? Which, you know, is a valid question because she'd be doing the most. Um, so he five minutes later, he was dashing past the security trolls outside Gryffindor Tower. Um, he runs over to Ron and Hermione. Professor Trelawney just told me, but he stopped abruptly at the sight of their faces. Buckbeak lost, said Ron weakly. Hagris just sent this. Um, Hagrid's note was dry this time no tears had splattered it yet his hand seemed to have shaken so much as he wrote it that it was hardly legible once again shout out to the book printers Um, lost appeal they're going to execute at sunset nothing you can do don't come down I don't want you to see it Hagrid Um, we've got to go said Harry he can't just sit there on his own waiting for the executioner sunset though said Ron we'd never be allowed especially you Hagrid or Harry, sorry. Um, if only we had the invisibility cloak. Where is it? Said Hermione. Um, Harry told her where. If Snape sees me anywhere near there again, I'm in serious trouble. That's true, said Hermione. If he sees, if he sees you. How do you open the witch's hump again? So Harry tells her. Hermione didn't wait for the rest of his sentence. Um, she strode out of the room. She hasn't gone to get it, Ron said, staring after her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she had. Hermione, I don't know what's gotten into you lately, said Ron astounded. First you hit Malfoy, then you walk on, walk out on Professor Trelawney. Hermione <laughs> looked rather flattered. She's been hanging out
1: with these boys too long. She's
0: like, yeah, I'm a badass. It's cool.
1: Yeah, I'm but a badass. It's no big
0: deal. You know, <laughs> just breaking rules. Whatever. Um, so they went down to dinner with everyone else, but didn't return to Gryffindor Tower afterward. Um, they skulked in an empty chamber off the entrance hall. And when the last pair of people hurried around the hall, um, they, or like, hurried across the hall, um, they put the cloak on and walked to Haggard's cabin. Um, it's us, Harry hissed. We're wearing the invisibility cloak. Let us in and we can take it off. You shouldn't have come, Hagrid whispered, but he stood back and they stepped inside. Um, Haggard was not crying, nor did he throw himself upon their necks. He looked like a man who did not know where he was or what to do this helplessness was worse. That is
1: so sad. But I also think like, um, (sighs) on the one hand, (laughs) it's so sweet to see like Mm -hmm. the length that they'll go to, to make sure that Hagrid isn't alone and like how much they care about their friend. Um, Also, I think it's really interesting how um, once Ron decided to like really take it seriously, like how emotionally <laughs> invested he got. Um mm-hmm. but on the other hand, it's also just kind of like weird because he's 60 and they're 13 and
0: Right. I'm like Hagar doesn't have any friends. I I,
1: I think, think he's very nice he's very young like, I think and nice. Um like- and he's also very like different. And I think it's one of those things that like kids right. are much more accepting of. Um, and mm-hmm. he never really again, I wrote about stunted adolescence, he's never really matured to the to that point, and so up, his yeah. real friends are creatures for the most part, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And so these kids are accepting of that. And there is something to the tie that Hagrid and Harry will always have. Um,
0: yeah, totally. And that's what I'm saying. It's not even to say that they can't be his friends. It's just that it like sucks that there's no one else like his age or people who could actually like do
1: yeah, real things that he to goes to 13-year-olds him, um, for no legal advice like that. and that um, right. his support right. has to be hidden cloaked under an invisibility cloak because they're not allowed outside. <laughs> they have a you know, they're not grown.
0: Right. right.
1: So, oh, want some fun. tea? His great hands were shaking as he reached for the kettle. Where's Buckbeat? I took him outside. He's tethered in me pumpkin patch. Thought he ought to see the trees and smell the fresh air before. His hand trembled so violently that the mug jug slipped from his grasp and shouted all over the floor. I'll do it, Hagrid said Hermione quickly, hurrying over and starting to clean up the mess. There's another one in the cupboard. Hagrid said, sitting down and wiping his forehead on his sleeves. Is there anything anyone can do, Harry said? Dumbledore. He's tried. He told him Buckbeats all right, but they're scared. You know what Lucius Malfoy is like? Threaten them, I expect. McNair, he's an old pal of Malfoy's, but it'll be quick and clean, and I'll be beside him. So McNair is a Death Eater. Um, And a a sadistic one, if you couldn't tell by how excitedly he was, like, stroking his axe.
0: (laughs) finger in his axe you know um whatever um <laughs> Dumbledore is gonna come down while I while it while it happens wrote me this morning says he wants to be there with me great man Dumbledore,
1: Dumbledore he, he really is like a version. great
0: he could have he could have he could have helped to litigate and everything but at the same time he is a teacher yeah. or like a professor and like runs school and not <laughs> a lawyer but he probably got a friend it's fine he's there for Hagrid um Hermione, who was rummaging in Hagrid's cupboard for another milk jug, let out a small, quickly stifled sob. She straightened up with the new jug in her hands, fighting back tears. "'We'll stay with you too, Hagrid,' she began, but Hagrid shook his head. "'You're, too, you're to go back up to the castle. I told you, I don't want you watching, and you um, shouldn't be down here anyway. If Fudge and Dumbledore catch you without permission, Harry, you'll be in big trouble.' Silent tears were now streaming down Hermione's face, but she hid them from Hagrid, bustling around, making tea, then as she p- picked up the milk bottle to pour some in the jug, she let out a shriek. Ron, I don't believe it. It's Scabbers. Right here. This motherfucker. Right here. Ugh. This, bruh. Just.
1: Scabbers, said Ron blankly. Scabbers, what are you doing here? He grabbed the struggling rat and held him up to the light. Scabbers looked dreadful. He was thinner than ever. Large tufts of hair had fallen out, leaving wide, bald patches. He writhed in Ron's hands as though desperate to free himself. It's okay, Scabbers. No cats. There's nothing here to hurt you. Hagrid suddenly stood up. His eyes fixed on the window. His normally ruddy face had gone the color of parchment. Is ruddy kind of red? It's
0: done.
1: His ruddy face. I, I don't know. Um, so to Google. Oh, she's actually going to Google, guys.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're like like online. It's really. I cute. know. Yeah, it's red. Okay.
1: Um, so Ron and Hermione whipped around. A group of men were walking down the distant castle steps. In front was Albus Dumbledore. Um, Next to him trotted Cornelius Fudge. Behind them came the feeble old committee member and the executioner McNair. You gotta go. They mustn't find you here. Go now. Ron stuffed scabbers into his pocket and Hermione picked up the cloak. They were pretty, like, spot on um, in the movie, by the way.
0: Except no invisibility cloak.
1: Oh. No invisibility cloak? Oh no, they hit. They just came out the back way, and no. um,
0: And then they had to hide. Like they didn't have a tool for them in the first place that was already created. But okay, sorry I brought it
1: up. I'm just leaving.
0: Just gonna let it go. Sorry. Invisibility cloak is a sore spot for me when it comes to the movies.
1: It's expensive.
0: Is it? You just gotta film nothing happening. It's fine.
1: You have to do that whole like shimmery um, Eh, thing effect.
0: There's a filter for that somewhere.
1: Um, I'm
0: just saying.
1: So they, and they also didn't do the, like, um, they didn't throw anything at each other to, like, let them know it's time to go.
0: Uh, See, all these things that are unnecessary, but it's fine.
1: It's, um, so they followed him to the door in the back garden. Harry felt strangely unreal. And even more so when he saw Buckbeat a few yards away tethered to a tree behind Hagrid's pumpkin patch. Buckbeat seemed to know something was happening. He turned a sharp head from side to side and pawed the ground nervously. It's okay, Beaky. It's okay. Um, He turned to Ron, Hermione, and Harry. Go on, he said. Get going. But they didn't move. Hagrid, we can't. We'll tell them what really happened. They can't kill him. Go, Hagrid said fiercely. It's bad enough without you lot in trouble and all. Um, This is like one of those really sweet and weird parts of Hagrid where he does know how to put his foot down with these three he just doesn't do it enough right so we get like right. two pretty good examples um this is him just being firm about like i t- I told you what I wanted and that's what I want right um but then also mm-hmm. earlier when he took Ron and Harry to Talk church about. and told them what's what um so he yeah. he has the capacity to be firm with them um he just doesn't use it
0: but they're yeah, I mean, you know, like you just said, they're... His just, friends. They're yeah. friends, so. Um, go quick, don't listen. So Harry, Ron, and Hermione set off silently around Hagrid's house. Um, as they reached the other side, the front door closed with a sharp snap. Please let's hurry, Hermione whispered. I can't stand it, I can't bear it. So they started up the sloping lawn toward the castle. Um, Ron stopped dead. Oh, please, Ron, Hermione began. It's Scabbers, he won't stay put um ron was bit over trying to keep scabbers in his pocket but the rat was going berserk squeaking madly twisting and flailing trying to seek his teeth sink his teeth into ron's hand scabbers it's me you idiot it's ron oh ron please let's move they're going to do it okay scabbers stay put they walked forward harry like hermione was trying not to listen to the rumble of voices behind them ron stopped again I told him, Scabbers, shut up, everyone will hear this. Or I can't hold him, sorry. Scabbers, shut up, everyone will hear us. The rat was squealing wildly, but not enough, not loudly enough to cover up the sounds drifting from Hagrid's garden. There was a jumble of indistinct male voices, a silence, and then without warning, the unmistakable swish and thud of an axe. Hermione swayed on the spot. They did it, she whispered to Harry. I don't believe it. They did it.
1: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was an outburst of emotion of I don't know the right words but I'm very angry that they did it because Malfoy actually I need to change did I who did I bench, your bench. yeah I'm changing yeah.
0: that I mean yeah
1: okay so who did who was your MVP
0: Hermione Same, motherfucking Granger. Duh. Hermione
1: Jean, you just Hermione Jean. You never cease to amaze and astound. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a beautiful soul.
0: Yeah,
1: brightest witch of your age. Um,
0: with real fears and um valid
1: that she's she's three-dimensional like. like she's i mean and this is the thing about like all of the characters in this book really are even voldemort um everyone except for maybe umbridge um they're three-dimensional right they have strengths and weaknesses and hermione's her i would i'm i was thinking about this the other day about how i kind of feel like um neville might be my favorite character in the books because mm-hmm. of because of his flaws and then the work that he actively does to, like, um, push past those and and the growth that is shown throughout the series. And I think Hermione is, like, uh, to a less extent about growth, but she does grow in a lot of ways um, throughout the books. But she is very much, like, a real person. And her even her fears are, like... Some of the most relatable, right? Like I can relate to yeah. that fear, fear of failure in a way that I can't really relate to being the chosen one or, you know, I don't have seven brothers and sisters or six brothers and sisters. So I can't really relate to that. Also, I was a baby. So life was pretty sweet for me. Remains to be so. Um, but I can relate to that idea of like wanting to prove myself, um, and wanting to be judged on my merits and like what I do and not this one aspect of me, which I'm, I'm not ashamed of and proud of, but doesn't, you know, tell the full story of who I am. And I think that that is like one of the things that you really get from Hermione and her Bogurt Bogurt? <laughs> her boggart. Um, it's like a bogart yogurt thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm hungry. Um,
0: Face your fears with this new Bogurt. Full
1: you know I mean? of vitamin something. C and um,
0: and fear. Yeah. So lose weight, you know, like the like yo play light. <laughs> Bogurt, run away from your fears with this new we should stop.
1: That's um, wither <laughs> team canon though and I'm gonna figure out how to make that into a commercial oh, or boy. something. Right. Love it.
0: Oh man. Um Um yeah, I mean, you know, I I'm not I don't have to think really hard about what my deepest fear is, but like me at thirteen, like maybe not feel a fair fear of failure as like a whole, but just like school in general. Like I was I always and it's all self like self imposed. Mm-hmm. I felt a lot of pressure to like continue or like keep up the grades that I had and to like if I was doing not as great as I expected myself to do I would always be pushing myself to do better also sometimes I would have meltdowns but that's fine <laughs> um but like just that re- like really being serious about that and feeling like if I don't maintain the grades that I have um who are you then yeah who am I what what, what is my future gonna be what am I gonna they're not nobody is gonna want me to do anything mm-hmm. or like want me period um there's a lot of stuff Mostly in regards to like school though, not like, not like my actual, my parents, I figured out that my parents didn't care as much in like seventh grade when I got a B and I was like super scared. They were like really hard on me until they were, they could tell that like, Mm -hmm. they used to play pranks on me y'all. I will tell those stories later, (laughs) but, um, they used to play pranks on me and I feel like it was also a test where then they eventually realized like, oh, she got it because then I got like a B on something. I don't even remember. And I like told my dad and I was like dreading telling my dad. And I told him, and he was like, okay, <laughs> so what are you going to do? <laughs> like, if you're this worried about it, what are you yeah. going to do? Um, I wish that that was so me. Like, I feel like moment, that was me. And that was the moment where I, like, realized, like, oh, it's all me. Yeah. So that's the thing. So I knew, like, if I didn't get whatever grade, like, my parents, like, you obviously, if I had, like, failed, they'd be like, what's going on? But just, like, if I got a B in some class, like, they weren't going to be tripping like that. Yeah. Um, it was really all me. Um, so I knew that, but it didn't stop the fact that like, that was a thing that I had and that was like a source of anxiety. Um, so, you know, bringing it back to Harry Potter, like that, that fear of like your boggart being like, I failed everything super real to me. Like I, when I read that, like as a kid, I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. And I am totally sure that I in like, that I interpreted it as like solely school. You know what I mean? Cause, like, Cause that's where you I were was, at that all, point. I was going to say, yeah, exactly. And like, um, so yeah, so it's just like, just I'm always identifying with Hermione more and more. Um, and this one was one from like when I was younger, but like, you know, sometimes there's other things where it that come up now that I didn't feel at that time. Yeah. But this in particular is one that I've like identified with and
1: understood. I totally years. wish that that, not that to that extent, but I kind of still wish that I had that because I had that, probably around the same time until I was like in seventh grade and I think I got a B and I had like, you know, tell my parents and stuff, but it was really like, you know, my mom was I, my mom or my dad or whatever. My parents are like, well, you know what happened there? And I was just kind of like, I just kind of didn't take it, do the work in time. I kind of got lazy, you know, like I knew what happened there. Um, And I just, like, you know, usually what happens with me, too, is I procrastinate, and then life gets in the way, and then I don't have time to, like, when I'm like, oh, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and I push things off, and then later comes, and I don't have time, because all these other things have come up that I, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think what happened, instead of me being like, oh, um, my parents don't really care, and, um... It's all me, but I still want that A, or I still want to, like, do that. I was like, oh, but I didn't do it, and I got a B, and my parents don't care. All right.
0: I mean, for me, me, it was like, I knew my parents cared, so obviously if I had gotten, like, less than that, they would be like, what's going on? Or if I had, like, gotten a B and didn't seem to care, they would be like, what's going on? Um, In part because they do have high expectations, but also because, like, they know who I am like that's just who I've been for my whole life um so they definitely be concerned but I think that was the moment where I realized that it was on me yeah kind of I don't know um and then later very toward like towards the end of of my of high school I realized that I didn't have to be quite so like anxious about um all my school because I had senioritis my last semester (laughs) as most people do and my grades didn't drop and I was like well what the fuck
1: Um, I went through a point where I actively tried to, this is actually, I think where it actually was like, whatever, is I actively tried to ruin my grades. Like I did nothing, like nothing. I tried to like not even Mm -hmm. listen in class. Like I actively tried to ruin my grades and this is so teenagers are so dumb Um, We had moved from Anaheim to San Diego and I really was homesick. I really didn't want to be in San Diego. And for some reason, I got in my brain that I went to this, I got to my new high school and my um, counselor was a, like, she was so just like, oh, well, you know, this is a different school and Robin shouldn't be in um, honors and AP classes because this is a, you know, more strenuous school or whatever when it really wasn't. It was like, It was back when, like, people thought charter schools walked on water. Um, Right. So I wasn't allowed to be put into any, like, honors classes. And then I got to class, and it was, like, so, like, remedial, kind of, or just so easy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so in my brain, I was like, well, if I fail, and they know that, like, I obviously should, there's no reason for me to be failing, like, general ed, you know? They'll understand that, like, I can't succeed and then I'll have to, they'll have to move back to Anaheim. <laughs> like, it was this whole, <laughs> like, um, like, conspiracy thing that I totally made up in my own head. And so I actively, like, was like, I'm gonna fail, like, first semester. Like, it was like, and I did the math, too. This is also, like, why I'm weird. And I was like, if I fail the first semester, um, I can still, like, do enough, to get back and it won't really affect my grades. Like I'm so good at college and like all this stuff. Like, so I was like, I had my like backup plan too, um, for how I would like get out of, you know, but I would end up like doing all that work in Anaheim where I wanted to be. And I actively like, I started like not attending classes because that was something that I like wouldn't even dream of doing. And I just would like, I skipped a class just to be like, guys I'm acting out like (laughs) (laughs) things are wrong here (laughs) we gotta go back to where everything made sense and um I think the worst grade I got that year was like a C in math which was usually like what I was allowed to do anyway because I was always really like um if I like if I had gotten like I was I was always allowed to like get a B in math because my parents knew, like, how hard it was for me. I just did not, right. like, as soon as algebra came on, I was like, I don't get it. Where do these letters come from? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> and I come right. from, like, a, a family of, like, people that really get math, so they couldn't even explain it to me. <laughs> like, we were just, like, working on two different levels. Like, my mm-hmm. brother was taking, like, college math in high school, and my mom was like, yeah, you know, she has, like, an accounting degree, and so they, like, couldn't even, like... They were just like, oh, I don't know, you just don't get this and I don't know. It was just one of those things. So I think the and the worst so the worst grade I got was a C in math. And my parents were like, do better. <laughs> and like and also, we're not going anywhere. We live here now, so figure it out. And then I was just like, Oh. It's really hard to flunk out of school <laughs> and I didn't get what I wanted, <laughs> so I might as well go back to who I am, but I, I did go back there off of being a lot more, a lot lazier than I ever was again because there's something to actively trying to fail and getting a C. <laughs> right. So, um, who is um, benched?
0: Okay. Um, I benched the Wizarding Justice System and Scabbers for reasons that I don't necessarily have to I don't think
1: so either. i just, sense. yeah. Makes sense. I benched Draco. I had initially benched Trelawney. Um,
0: but the fates But the you. fates. You saw yourself benching Draco after that, and you were like... Uh, Who am
1: I to disagree with the fates? You know? Yeah. When... When Biana divined that... <laughs> the Wizarding World needed to sit down, I was like, yeah, it's true, they do. They're the worst. Um... But Draco is also the worst because he really set this whole thing in motion and let mm-hmm. it continue out of spite and privilege. And I don't know, just being an idiot.
0: Yeah, he's he's the worst. Um, cool. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will be discussing chapter 17 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Cat, Rat, Oh, and shit. Um, again, it's going down tonight before midnight, before midnight <laughs> it's happening
1: it got like, so happening. real so quickly are you guys ready so
0: quickly Y'all are you are prepared ready.
1: i'm barely it's prepared because cool
0: you have a week you have a week to prepare i'm about to go and read this whole well we'll <laughs> see it's i'm tired i'm gonna at least read the next chapter we'll see after that <coughs> i might go past that but like, i already yo did that i know you are like did that. i've been trying to like i've been trying to conserve myself and then i'm like but can I really stop in the middle of the reveals?
1: Right. Because it's just like boom, I mean, boom, boom. And you're just, and you're just like. I,
0: it's like one big chapter. Yeah. We're not going to talk about it all in one chapter because that's not how this podcast works. Um, and we don't have that kind of time to be talking for 10 hours. Straight. I mean. But.
1: <laughs> if I was kind of feeling time, better. Not, not capability. <laughs> time. Yes, time. That's, <laughs> that's true. That's,
0: that's the, the different. We obviously can do that. <laughs>
1: Um, the way our yes. our time bank account work,
0: <laughs> we can't do it. The way our Harry Potter brands work, we just we could go oh. all night, all day, all night. Um, yeah, so make sure to read and follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for do this not chapter, previous Prisoner the of Azkaban chapters, and future Prisoner of Azkaban chapters, um, so that I can update my super cool spreadsheet and we can have. A winner. That is not Marge. Versus. Um, um, you can, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can at us at we black and nerds hashtag wizard team. Um, larger conversations can be held on our wizard team, Facebook group, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't think there really was anything else, but I just, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, make sure that I'm just going to continue to say it. Cause repetition is, the first thing into doing it. I don't know. Whatever. Vote, y'all. <laughs> Vote. Um, and we will see you next week. Yay. It's going <laughs> down tonight. Before midnight.
0: It's Tonight.